Before I get started with episode 32, I want to take the time to say happy holidays to everyone. I hope everyone had a great Christmas. Special thank you to all the athletes who have already been on the podcast. I'm very thankful. But on today's show, I have Bobby Hurley, who is a sophomore at Arizona State, currently plays on the men's basketball team, and is the son of Coach Bobby Hurley, who is also a former All-American at Duke University, winning two national titles, and spent some time in the NBA. But how is it playing under your dad? How do you guys balance that dad-son, player-coach relationship? Because sometimes it can be hard. Yeah, for sure. I think it was a, an adjustment period at the beginning, you know, because when I used to work out with my dad, you know, we used to butt heads a lot, and there's usually conversations you could have, you know, when you're, it's just me and him, but when you're in a practice setting, you know, it's, it, it's a lot different. So it's been a really cool adjustment, though. Playing for my dad is something that I've always wanted to do. And, yeah, it's just been a blessing. I learn so much every day. Yeah, it's been great. You guys are currently 11-2 and on the season. What's the biggest difference between this year and last year's team? Because the team in general made a tremendous jump from last year and improved in a lot of areas. What's the biggest difference within the team? I would just say, you know, we, we uh, planned really hard from the start. We kind of had an identity early, uh, which is defense. And, you know, we've all kind of bought into that uh, identity of just we want to defend really hard and get stops, and then we can get going on offense. So I think, you know, the biggest difference was just we found our identity earlier this year, and we've been just going with that. Nice. What areas in your game are you looking to improve on the most? How are you looking to, you know, elevate your game and what areas are you really focusing on and locking in on when you watch film and stuff? Getting stronger and, uh, again, more athletic. Obviously, the high school to college jump is pretty drastic. Mm -hmm. um, you know, especially with size and length being so evident in basketball right now. You know, point guards on most teams are 6'5 with, you know, 7-foot wingspans. So, you know, I don't have those physical tools, so uh, I just got to get any edge I can, so I've been really just trying to get faster and stronger. And then the basketball side of it, just refining my skills with my ball handling and uh, finishing. Now having almost two years under your belt, not quite two years yet, but almost, what have you learned about yourself the most since coming to college that you didn't know about yourself before college? Uh, I just think, you know, in these workouts, your mental toughness is really challenging, especially in these, everyone sees the games, but really the practices, and the time you spend with your teammates, you learn a lot about yourself. So I've just realized, you know, I could go to places that maybe in high school I didn't think I could go. It's been, and it helps you in every facet of life, you know, being challenged every day in practice and in games. Yeah, so what, what was the hardest adjustment that you had to make uh, mentally and physically from that high school to college jump? Because for me, we just you just talked about it. Conditioning and just, you know, time management was probably big for me, a big adjustment. But, you know, that was at the Division three level. You guys do way more. You got summer workouts. I mean, you guys do a lot of stuff, and, and people really don't notice that, you know, especially spectators. So what's, what's probably the hardest adjustment that you had to get, you know, used to? Yeah, for sure. I would say the biggest adjustment is really it's like yeah, a college team is like a professional team where it's like you are held to a very high standard, you know, even off the court, you have to be, like, making sure you are doing what's correct because you are now part of the program. You represent Arizona State. Mm -hmm. So I'd say the biggest adjustment is really just realizing, like, that you're 
a part of this team and you're going to have eyes on you. So you have to make sure you're doing everything correctly. Right. What, what do you like the most about Arizona State, like the college, besides let's step away from basketball real quick. What do you think separates Arizona State from other colleges besides the athletic part? Yeah, at least uh, for my major, I wanted to go into the sports journalism field. And ASU has a great uh, journalism school, the Cronkite School. So I really enjoyed that. You know, I was looking at different schools for journalism. And Arizona State gives you so many opportunities. And you're in such a big metropolitan area where there's a lot of professional teams, college teams, even the high school football and basketball scenes, you know, pretty big here. So you have a lot of opportunities and the Cronkite School reaches out to different schools, different programs. So you just get a lot of opportunities that you probably wouldn't get if you were at a different college. So do you want to be a sports writer? Do you want to dive into more of the being a sports analyst, you know, like a sports anchor? Like which route do you want to take after, you know, college? Yeah, yeah I, I definitely wanted to be a sports basketball broadcaster. Nice. Um, like, yeah, I think that would be really cool. I've always wanted to be an analyst. But always seen the game pretty well so um i feel like it would be an easy adjustment for me right nice because you know the game and you know a lot of aspects that go into the game that people might not know so that's good bobby but have you ever been through some mental struggles throughout the season or just in life in general and does arizona state provide resources for the team to use if they are going through you know some mental health problems obviously some days are better than others you know we all know that uh that's just life in general but like I said, if you or your teammates were going through something, does Arizona State give you guys outlets to reach out to counselors and stuff? Yeah, absolutely. They, they do a great job of giving us resources with both people and organizations that will help us if we're having that problem. I personally have not had any mental health struggles since I've been at Arizona State, but I know if I did, I would have a lot of outlets and resources. And, you know, we have a lot of team meetings about mental health because it is so big now mm -hmm. and, and important. So, yeah, if, if you ever did have a problem with Arizona State, you could for sure. Right, right. What's your, I know you dived into a little bit, what's your whole perspective on mental health? How do you think we can end the stigma? Because, you know, a lot of athletes are coming out now talking about it. I think it's just really huge for athletes to speak up and talk about it because it gets overlooked. You know, when we're athletes, we're, they think of us like performers, like we can't make a mistake. We can't have mental health problem. We can't go through depression or anxiety, but that happens a lot, especially at the division one level, because, you know, the camera's on you 24 seven in practice and in games. So it's a lot that comes with it that people don't know before, you know, join a, you know, a big time school like Arizona state. So what's your whole perspective on mental health, man? Yeah, no, it's it's really crazy because I think athletes, especially live in a time where media is just everywhere. Like, if you had a bad game in 1976, you probably you wouldn't hear about it unless someone talked to you about it. But right, now, right. The media, Twitter, Instagram, people are texting you, DMing you, you know, negative things, positive things. So I just think social media and media in general, you know, have hurt athletes' mental health. And it's just important for athletes to communicate when they're having a problem. Like, because as athletes, we want to feel invincible. We want to not show weakness. You know, mental health is such an important topic where, you know, sometimes you do have to reach out. Sometimes you do have to communicate like, hey, I'm not doing good in this certain area. And yeah, like you said, it's, it's really important. And I just think 
for Arizona State to provide the resources for you guys to use, that is really important as well. Wittenberg did the same thing as where I went to college, and I went to grad school at Lynn, so they really emphasize and advocate on mental health and stuff like that. But jumping back into the basketball side of things, um, what do you want to accomplish the most this season from an individual standpoint, from a team standpoint? Uh, from a team uh, standpoint, you know, we're currently number one in the pack. We want to win a conference championship, regular season championship, I think. That would be really special. No one's ever done that at Arizona State. Right. Um, and individually, just, you know, I just want to keep up with my teammates, practice, and if I never get called in a game, to, you know, perform to my standards. Well, how is the relationship between you and your teammates? And, and, and the coaches. I know your dad's the head coach, mm-hmm. but, you know, you also got a ton of other coaches that play a valuable part into your guys' mm-hmm. success. So what's, what's the relationship like between your teammates and the other coaches? Because I think if you form a bond with your, a special bond with your teammates, that's going to last a lifetime. Like it's not gonna that relationship's gonna not go anywhere. It's, it's gonna stick like glue. So how is the camaraderie and the chemistry and the relationship with your teammates? No, it, it's really good. And you know, I moved around my whole life, so I met so many people from different areas. And it, you know, we all have one goal is to win, obviously. But you know, just getting to know the guys. We have a lot of guys from Jersey, Ohio, California. So it's been cool to just get to know new people who are from different areas, different backgrounds and lifestyles and then interacting with the other coaches you know they've worked in a lot of great places like our assistant coach coach Kimbrough is at Loyola Chicago they made future on coach Brandon Rosenthal another assistant coach worked in the NBA uh one of our grad assistants Mickey Mitchell has a ball's life mixtape like two million views so it's really cool you know it's just like a lot of different people from a lot of different backgrounds with different perspectives so it's just cool to learn and you know interact with the guys and your dad being I mean not everybody's dad is you know successful as your dad especially in the basketball especially you know being teammates with Grand Hill winning two national titles playing against the dream team in the scrimmage beating them up so what have you learned from your dad the most that's been the most influential with, you know, correlate to your game individually? Yeah, I, I would just say for my position, which is the point guard, mm-hmm. um, just guard in general, you just have to be, you know, very tough. And if, like, you're playing zero minutes, 35 minutes, like, the minutes and the opportunities you get, you have to be very tough and you have to be a leader for other people on the court. I would say that's probably the biggest thing. Right, and, and I tell people, like, the athletes coming up, and today I tell them all the time, it doesn't matter if you get one minute a game or it doesn't matter if you get 20-plus minutes a game. Everybody's going to play a huge part, and the practices have to be more competitive than the games itself. Do you guys, like, go at each other a lot in practice? And I think that's Absolutely. probably one of the reasons why you guys are so good now this this season. Absolutely. Yeah, no, and they were very competitive. You know, it's people talking back to each other. It's people, but it's all in good taste, you know. Oh, yeah. It's never, yeah, never personal, never disrespectful, but, you know, we're all competitive. And, you know, we have a pretty deep team this year. We played 10 to 11 guys, so I think that's why we've been so successful is that they've been going at each other in practice. And, you know, when they get to the games, they find out, like, hey, it's not as bad as practice, you know? Exactly, and that's why you guys are so successful. Okay, so to end the show, what, what is it going to take for you guys to get an NCAA tournament bid and, and win the Pac-12? What do you guys got to continue to keep doing? Because, obviously, you guys are – you're not really into the thick of things with the conference schedule yet, and you're going to play everybody twice, and people are going to 
you know, continue to scout you guys. And you're not going to play teams outside of your conference when you get into January and February. So it's going to get really hard and it's going to, you're going to have to really grind and, and tune up things and make adjustments. So you guys are not going to be able to do the same things that you're doing now in February. You know what I'm saying? So that's going to separate the great teams from the good team. What do you guys need to focus on and, you know, work on the most to get that NCAA tournament bid and, and to play in March Madness to win the Pac-12 conference? Because the Pac-12 is really good, I mean. So you guys got Arizona coming up. So what is it going to take? Yeah, I, I really think it's just about staying together. And, you know, when adversity hits, you just have to respond positively because you know, you're not going to win every game. Like, no team wins every game. No team you know, dominates every game. So when adversity hits, we're just going to have to stay together. And, you know, we've done a good job of that this year. You know, we've played behind and won some games for some at halftime and stuff like that. So, yeah, it's really just about staying together and staying the course because uh, it is a long season. You know, it could flip very fast. So you just want to kind of stay focused. Before I get you off of here, I, I wanted to say I watched you guys against Michigan. Do you guys play that Brooklyn Classic, right? Yeah. Oh, you guys look so good. And like like which which we said earlier in the episode, you guys go ten to eleven deep and you guys clear out the whole bench that game, which which was awesome to see. You guys blew them out. But my advice to you, man, just keep on, continue to do what you do and keep your head up through tough times and all the small mental reps help. I know your dad always tells you that, but I just wanted to tell you that, man, because I'm I'm a former college basketball player myself and I graduated in twenty twenty, but you don't know what tomorrow's gonna bring. But just continue to keep your head up, Bobby. And everyone who's listening right now, please go watch Arizona State. Port them and watch them take on Arizona on the 31st. Thank you so much for coming on, man. I appreciate you. Yeah, thank you for having me on. I appreciate it, Mark. No problem. I'll stay in touch, brother. All right. Thank you, brother.